You know what it is, man. It's Radical Jack. We ain't been here in a minute. Uh. Back at you for the first time in a long time, man. It's been since, what, February? But we back. We got a whole new setup, baby. Whole new setup. You know what I'm saying? The sunshine. Y'all hear me? I like that. Folks get brown in the sunshine. We do it like this. Do it like this. Do it like this. Do it like this. Hear me, hear me, hear me, hear me, hear me. Just peace and R.I.P. to Kenny. I love you, man. Miss you. Matter of fact. One moment, one moment, one moment. Oh, whoa, what's going on? Static interference, yo. I don't like that. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Hey, you already know what it is, man. It's your boy. It's your host with the most. Radical Jizak. You know what I'm saying? Welcome, 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 man. I want to say what's up, what's up, man. Welcome, Radical Jack Views. I am your host with the most, Nemo Hose, a.k.a. Ringo Mandingo, a.k.a. Swaggy J, a.k.a. Do the damn thing. You know what I'm saying? So who's that? Y'all already know who it is, man. Say it with me. Radical Jack. You already know, man. It's Radical Jack, and we in the building, man. Talk shit or die trying. Um, it's been a while. I ain't been here since February. Um, lots of things have happened, you know, had to move, all kinds of stuff. I've relocated. I am now in Atlanta. Boom, baby. You know, land opportunity for black people and all that good stuff. Heebie-jeebie. You know, everybody likes to move to Atlanta, man. I come here and I see all kinds of license plates from North Carolina, Tennessee, uh, Wisconsin, New York. Like, it looked like nobody in Atlanta is, is from Georgia. It's hilarious. And, I mean, I'm here, too, with a Texas tag. So, you know, I'm here doing school you know, trying to get some IT certs and all that good stuff. But uh, back to uh, regular scheduled programming. You know what I'm saying? Bring that music back in. 
know this song my life, my life, my life, my life in, in the, the sunshine. sunshine on a real serious note man my cousin Kenny passed away and uh it really affected me I've never uh never had anybody close to me pass away uh in, in my in my lifetime I've only lost my grandfather but due to him being old you know it never hit me like 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 uh a lot of y'all have probably been affected by death. I'm, I haven't. So, you know, it, it hit me in a, in a different way, man. I was grieving for a good two weeks. Um, I. It's crazy. You know, me and my cousin, we've had our ups and downs. We've been together since we were kids. You know, outside of Chris, uh, Kenny's my closest cousin to me. And then D'Angelo. So, you know, it, it really it really hurt. It, it hurt a lot. I was... Uh, I was facing some major depression. I didn't even know that it was going to hit me like that. Uh, I was actually at Six Flags, and I got the phone call, and I broke down right then and there. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was pretty bad. Luckily, I was with uh, the mother of my child, so she was able to comfort me. But, yeah, it was it was, it was terrible. Uh, some days it still feels unreal. You know, I still have his text messages. Um... You know, it's funny to act. To the, the main reason that I'm actually back before he died, I, I, I kid you not, three days before he died, he called me and he said, "Hey man, that that podcast thing you was doing, I really fucked with it, and um, I think you should continue to do it." You know, I had stopped for a long time, so here we are, Radical Jizak. You know, I'm back, man. Just uh, R.I.P. to Kenny, man. Um, Gonna, gonna try not to be negative, you know. But I'm definitely gonna give you a piece of this podcast, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk about you. Um, I wasn't able to be at his funeral due to extenuating circumstances. Um, this is my platform. Fuck that. All right. So, my cousin has had a a bad hand. You know, he wasn't dealt the best hand in life. A lot of bad things happened to him. When he was younger, um, he didn't have the best parents. Sorry, that it is what it is. Those are facts. Facts don't care about feelings. He didn't have the best parents. Um, he was uh, forced to be a dad, basically, when he was in fifth grade. Bullshit. You know, his mother and, and her husband didn't want to take care of their children, so they would leave a fifth grader at the house with not one but two babies to watch their all goddamn day while they went out and did whatever the fuck they wanted to, you know? And some other things happened in that household that are just not cool. You can use your imagination however you want to take that. My cousin's dead. I'm not going to not gonna throw a whole bunch of dirt out there like that, but my cousin didn't have the best life. He made do. Um, left the house when he was about 17, 18 to do whatever he wanted, you know, be an adult. And my cousin was gay. So, of course, you know what I'm saying, you get made fun of for your lifestyle choices. Everybody does, especially homosexuals, you know, uh, especially in America. We, we didn't really fuck with y'all. So, you know, it's always been a joke. Personally, I've always made fun of my cousin for being gay. He's been gay since I've known him. Shit, I feel like that nigga was gay when he was born. I don't know. 
But that was my cousin. I loved him with everything in me. So when I called him a faggot, it was all right. I didn't mean it like that. I didn't want him to die or nothing like that. It was just fucking jokes. But uh, freaking jokes. I'm going to do my best not to cuss that much. Um, but, yeah. So, you know, Kenny, he, uh, he had dreams, aspirations. Uh, when we were about, I don't know, elementary school, we were supposed to grow up and, and be the next greatest automakers. We wanted to have our own business, supposed to do uh, automotive engineering and, and create all kinds of stuff. We had our own brand, logo, all kinds of crazy stuff, man. And then, uh, you know, one thing I'd say about my cousin, this dude had ideas out the ass, like just crazy ideas. This man could come up with all kinds of stuff to get rich, and it made sense, you know. It's, it's, it's kind of wild to have that kind of ability. And, you know, I like to think that I'm a smart guy, but my cousin was a smart guy too. You know, he challenged me, and, and I think that's why I loved him as much. You know, we used to bite each other's heads off, and at the same time we would come together all the time. Uh, when we were in high school, we had a group. No recorded music, of course, because I would have blasted that trash. You know, I would have definitely had y'all listening to that unbearable music. But, you know, we had a concept, man. And uh, we had a group. I was a rapper. He was a singer. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, you know, I actually remember the whole song in my head. I'm not going to kill y'all with it, though. But the song is called Why Does She Love Him? <laughs> and, uh, oh, man. It's funny when you think about death. It's funny when you think about people close to you. Uh, I don't want this podcast to be all morbid and shit, but, uh, you know, I guess I haven't really had a chance to vent, so I'm talking to y'all, whoever you might be. Uh, but, yeah, man, my cousin, he was really close to me. We didn't talk for, I don't know, maybe six months, something like that. Might have been a little shorter than but, I mean, every blue moon, my man would reach out to me. And he's always been like that. Even when we were kids, when I first moved to Atlanta with my mom, I remember he had called me on his birthday, and he was talking to me for, like, ten minutes. I had no idea who the hell it was. I was like, yo, wait, who is this? And he said his name, like, three or four times. But the phone was so low, I didn't know. But I just kept listening. And then I realized who it was, and, you know, cool. But my cousin's always been like that. Always reaching out, you know, randomly like that. So... It's pretty dope, man. And these last three months have been pretty awesome. I didn't realize what was happening, but my cousin called me out of nowhere one day to talk about his family and all the BS that they had to go through. You know, his brother didn't want to go to college anymore, so my cousin was trying to convince him to go. Uh, something happened on Facebook. I wasn't on Facebook at the time. I can't tell you verbatim. I don't really know. But, you know, people were arguing, blah, 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 as usual. Kenny's always been the, the, the black sheep in his family. Everybody treats him like shit for whatever reason. Even though people depend on him more than he depended on them, you know, he had to move his whole family into his apartment, you know, rent-free. But, hey, whatever. You know, he's a piece of shit in their eyes for whatever reason, but he helped them <laughs> tremendously. It's crazy. You got to give your own mother a place to stay. You know, you would think that she'd be more grateful for her son. You know, now that sounds harsh, but I don't really give a fuck at this point. Um the disrespect that I've witnessed this man have to go through his whole life and then to have that lackluster piece of shit funeral where nobody stood up to talk about him, nobody stood up to say anything for him. 
I'm getting a little emotional right now. Trying not to. I don't want to yell. Hey, hey, chill. Hope y'all didn't hear that static interference. But yeah, so, uh, um, but yeah, so we were talking, and these last three months have been amazing. Me and my cousin had a great relationship. This dude would call me like every day, every day, you know, just to talk about nothing. And you know, my cousin has always been a, a fast driver. I mean. Everybody in our group is a fast driver, but Kenny always, like, him and Andre got to be the most reckless drivers I've ever seen in my life. But Kenny by far is the worst, you know, or was the worst. Um, and the way he died, actually, you know, it, it made sense in a way. He always drove reckless. I always told him, like, you got to slow the fuck down. You don't know what you're doing. And then, you know, to, to find out he died in a four-car crash, running a red light. You know, they said he was late to work. That just sounds like Kenny, you know. And I don't know if it's fucked up to think like that, but I'm like, you know what? I mean, at least he went out driving fast, you know, doing what he do. You know, uh, my cousin's clearly a fighter. He died three times. He died initially in an accident. They brought him back to life. He died again. They got him to the hospital, brought him back. He died the final time. My cousin was a lot of things. Um, ambitious being number one. Annoying being number two. Uh, and, and, and loving being number three. Somebody goes through. Somebody can go through all the pain that that man had to go through his whole life. And to still find the intestinal fortitude to, to love people that have hurt you, neglected you, pushed you to the side, ran your name through mud. I think that takes an incredible amount of courage and shit, effort at the end of the day. No matter how many times anybody talks shit about this man, he still had their back. Um, yeah, I miss my cousin, man. Um, I, 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 I don't know, man. I, I guess at this point I'm rambling. I, I don't know. I just, it's crazy, man. I've never cried in my life as much as I did those two weeks after his passing. I, I cried for the most random things that would remind me of him. I cried on a highway driving by Six Flags because they, they had the fireworks going off, and I remember he used to always want to go to Lock and Terror and watch the fireworks pop off at uh at Six Flags. Oof. Sheesh. Getting emotional here. A little early, right? <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's 15 minutes of time, man. I'm I love you, Kenny, and uh, you, you'll forever be missed, man. Let's hope that all the pain is gone. I gave you my love 
I could say about you, girl. I could say that I. Oh. All right, guys. <coughs> we over that sad stuff now. All right. <laughs> all right. So. 
Radical Jack's Views, baby. We back. We back, we back, we back. All right. So what's 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 been going on? We already know what's been going on. Goddamn coronavirus, right? I'm tired of it. You tired of it. We tired of it together. <laughs> but nah. So let's talk about these masked up shouties, right? So a lot of people feel a lot of ways about the coronavirus. Um a lot of things have already been said since February. Really no need to go into a Crazy details. But um, coronavirus is freaking annoying. The numbers are not astronomical like they say. And even if the numbers are high about people catching it, it's got a 98%, 98% recovery. So if you die from coronavirus, you're supposed to die. That sounds messed up, but that's natural selection. Moving on. <clears throat> Netflix brought back a bunch of 90s shows, but I bet you guys didn't know that people wanted to cancel Moesha. Why? Because they said that she was fat-shaming her friend Kim. I think that's absolutely ridiculous, but hey, whatever. But anyway, we about to talk about what we really came here to talk about, all right? We did some digging. I did a lot of digging. I was bored. I can't even say I was bored. I was just intrigued. I had a... I, I, I had a a lot of blockage, I'd say. I have not had any wants to create. I have been in a creative space that's dead. So, you know, after thinking about it and after my cousin telling me, hey, let's do it, bring it back, I've had other people telling me, my other cousin, Crystal, she's actually a big motivation for this show as well. Um, you know, got a lot of motivation coming back, people been in my ear, when's the next podcast? When you're coming back? When 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 you got something to say? Talk about this. Talk about that. Talk about Cardi B. <laughs> Talk about WAP. Like, I, I don't care about WAP, y'all. There's plenty of songs that are worse. Listen to Trina's uh, Look Back at It. That song is grotesque. But, um, in a good way. But, uh, yeah, like I said, so what we did today is I, uh, I actually did a little research. And because of everything that's going on with the with the president and and this country and the divide that's going on, I mean, man, it's crazy how you see black people, white people, you know, Asian, Hispanic, everybody is just it's it's just a big racial divide media wise. I feel like when I go outside, everybody's peaceful, everybody's calm. I see on the media just people fighting and niggas getting called niggers and and white people feeling some kind of way with their all lives matter and all this other shit, you know, it, it's wild to me, man. Police brutality is it's doing the same thing it's been doing, but I guess because the coronavirus pandemic, you know, people being stuck in their houses and stuck on social media, maybe they have a more access to it. Maybe they see it a little worse now. I'm not too sure, but, um, you know, I had a I had an argument with with Chris, and he was saying how because of the El Presidente Donald J that police brutality is worse than it's ever been, and for me I just don't see that logic because at the end of the day we was we, niggas was getting shot when when Obama was president too niggas was getting shot before that niggas was getting shot before that like I mean. Police brutality has been a thing. It's it's literally 
the way. I mean, that sounds crazy, but I mean, you know, it's it's just some shit that happens. And no, I'm not saying it only happens to black people. It happens to everybody. We don't see it often, but it happens a lot. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's not isolated. Uh, does it happen to us more? Of course. That's obvious. But black people, we have to wake up. We have to see that now it's becoming a media frenzy, okay? At one point in time, we were seeing black people killed, literally unarmed, not dangerous, just killed for no reason. And at that time, you know, outrage was totally necessary, absolutely. And we were always up in arms when they would sit up here and bring up pictures of these people doing whatever they do in their house. Trayvon, you know, I think Trayvon Martin, honestly, is the first one that matters. And that's that might sound fucked up. That might sound fucked up. But, I mean, Trayvon Martin was the first one that, like, really, okay, like, and that wasn't even police brutality. That was a, just a white dude. But it opened up America's eyes, at least my generation, it opened our eyes to a different thing, you know, like, and and the first thing that you saw about Trayvon was them posting pictures that he had posted holding his gun or holding his, you know, just doing kid shit. Like, they they try to portray him as being a thug, you know. And, you know, that's their favorite word for us, the thugs. They don't like to say nigger or, you know, coon spick, whatever, you know, a spick. I don't know why I said spick. But, yeah, spade. <laughs> Jigaboo Porsche Monkey, Piccanini. There's a whole bunch of names if you didn't know. Um, but yeah. All I'm saying is people's eyes are waking up, but the media is manipulating us, okay? So if you look at Trayvon, you look at Aldi Sterling, you look at Philando <coughs> uh, Castile, um, can't remember the dude's name right now. Dang. The original I Can't Breathe guy before George Floyd. Uh, I don't want to be disrespectful. Let's see what his name was. Eric Gardner. There we go. Eric Gardner. So those those are, are, are pure police brutality events. Okay? I might not even have to get to my main topic. Look, those are pure events for police brutality, right? Super pure, all right? Literally dudes not doing anything. Well, except for Trayvon. That's not police brutality. That's just the system being fucked up. But the other ones, Tamir Rice, you know, they just, just black people being shot for absolutely no reason. And then, you know, you got people on here. Well, they complied. Literally people not doing anything. Eric Garner complied. Hands up, not doing anything. They tackled him to the ground. 50,000 officers on them, you know what I'm saying? Like, super unnecessary. Alton Sterling, you know, chilling in front of a gas station. Yeah, maybe he was selling cigarettes or whatever. Maybe, you know, it wasn't cool, blah, blah, blah. But my man was compliant, hands up, not doing nothing. What do they do? Tackle him. You know, actually, I can't think of this dude's name, but there's another video of a guy in the middle of a highway, um, and he's chilling with his hands up. And you see the police copter, I mean, the, the, the chopper, they're watching him, and then he gets shot. And the, 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 ch 
chopper announcer, you know, he's just like, they shot him, they shot him. And, you know, it was just like, it was some normal shit. Or even another dude that was standing out, he had his hands up, and the cop literally ran up and, and kneed him in the back. As my man is standing there with his hands up, back to the cop, like, I'm chilling. Those are all incidents of police brutality. Those are all incidents of rage. You should be pissed. You know what I'm saying? Like, in those moments, hell yeah, I get it. Fuck the police. That's how you feel. That makes sense. But, and this is going to piss a lot of y'all off, boy. But we can't call everything police brutality, y'all. Sometimes it's just cops being cops and doing their job. You got to open your eyes and see that everything is not police brutality. Everything is not racism. Some stuff is just niggas fucking up. And I think we've gotten to a point as a people where we we forgot that there are criminals. You know, everybody's not innocent. Um, Breonna Taylor is a casualty of an investigation. Does that mean that she deserved to die? Hell no. Does that mean that her family getting $12 million is okay? Hell no. Justice should have been served. The cops should have been in trouble for shooting her, right? The only problem with that whole case is that when the police officers were serving their warrant for her boyfriend, that was the case. They had a no-knock warrant serving it for her boyfriend or husband, whatever he was, the man that she was with. And when they opened the door, shots were fired. Now, it's very easy to say, if somebody shoots at you, look up, look where you're shooting, make sure you aim for your target. But when you're not in that situation, I'm not going to sit here and say I'm playing devil's advocate because I'm not. When you're not in that situation and you get shots fired at you, You sit up here, and you shoot back. Now, as you see, bullets went to the neighbor's house as well. So that shows you that they were clearly scared, and they were just returning fire. Eventually, they subdued, you know, did all that good stuff. But my thing is, I hate, I hate to be this guy, right? I don't want to be him. But my thing is, why shoot? And, you know, I got a homeboy. What's up, Travis? So I got a homeboy. He said, If niggas shoot at me, I'm going to shoot back. Somebody walk in my house, I'm shooting. Now, I told him that that's the dumbest shit because, well, niggas shoot at you. Yeah, cool. But if somebody pop up in your house, you do have the right to shoot. But we all know that the police did not just kick that door in. You know they announced themselves. You know they announced themselves. They didn't have to knock, but I know that they said, hey, police, before they kicked the door down. Why? Because that prevents me from getting shot. That prevents me from being an unknown intruder. No knock warrant. Boom. Police. Now, does that make it okay? Uh, maybe not. I, I can't have that argument. That's on y'all. Y'all decide that. All right? But if somebody is doing illegal activity and this person knows 
that the police are after them. Because you know he knew. And you get raided or whatever. The easy answer is to say, just be ready to go to jail and go. But I'm pretty sure all of us would open up fire if you had the opportunity, option, choice, whatever you want to call it. My whole point is, the Breonna Taylor situation is a fucked up situation that we shouldn't discuss anymore at the end of the day. The verdict is out. It's not going to change. Her family got paid off, so we can at least be happy that some black people got some money. We can be sad that a black person lost their life. And we can only hope that our justice system fixes itself. Now, you might not like that. Uh, it is what it is, you know. But if we want change to happen in this country, how do we do that? Now, at one point in time, I was the same dude that used to sit here and say, if this cop kills this dude, then that cop needs to die along with his family. If this cop kills this dude and this cop gets off, we need to kill the cop and the judge. You know, I was that guy. I really was. I was, I was raw, raw, real crazy about it, you know, real radical shit. But as I get older and I start thinking and I start really reflecting and looking at everything, we really can't say violence is the answer. It sounds good. Revenge always sounds good. Somebody slaps you in the face, hell yeah, you want to hit them back. Like that, that just sounds good. But if we're being completely honest, we could change this country if we really want to by voting. And it's not about voting for president. Because that's what everybody runs to. You got to change the president. Vote for this president, and that's going to change the world. Like, no. You have to open your eyes and start going to your local elections and start voting for those people in your, in your counties, in your cities, in your states. If we can change everything from the bottom, the top is too easy. You got to think, most federal laws, you know, they matter, but they also give a lot of power to the state. Hey, you know, fuck it, let the state decide. That's a lot of it. You know, and a lot of people, oh, well, my vote doesn't count, my vote doesn't matter, blah, blah, blah. It does. If you think your vote doesn't count, then why do you think white people keep having great time in this country? You think all them niggas are just having goddamn meetings and, you know, just sitting there, uh, yeah, you know what, we're just going to do this, this. No. If you go to those elections, you see white people in droves, voting, voting for their local commissioners and sheriffs and judges and uh, district attorneys, you know, just everything, man. They're voting locally, changing what I want to have in my county, you know, Little things. I want these trees to be here. We want our school system to do this. Anything that you want to change, you can vote locally. And these votes, I mean, these elections are not every four years. You know what I'm saying? Like, these happen quite often. Most of them are every two. Some of them are one year. But you have the right to vote. And if you exercise your right, because you are an American, you have the right to vote. You have the power to do something. You can affect change. 
you can grab all your friends, all your homeboys, all your homegirls, your aunties, cousins, uncles. Hey, what y'all doing on, on Saturday? What y'all doing next week, Monday? Hey, look, there's a local election going on for this person. I know y'all probably ain't really paying attention, but this person's going to do this, this, and this, and the current person we have right now does this. Hey, look, on Monday, we're going to get up. We're going to go vote real quick at 10 o'clock. That's it. We're just going to go vote, go back to the crib. Don't worry about it. But we got to make change. Simple shit. You educate them. For, you, you can do the power. You, you have the power to change what everybody else does. You have influence on your friends and family and your social circles. You have influence. So don't be all rah-rah and fight with nonsense. You got to fight people the same way they fight you. All right, in the art of war, you can't win a war if you don't know what your enemy does. You have to study your enemy and do what they do, right? <clears throat> All right, you wanna you wanna you wanna affect change on your enemy. You wanna win the battle. You study. You look at their tactics. You implement your own. That way, you can win. Same thing in basketball, football, anything. Anytime you gotta win or lose. You're going to make sure you do everything you can to win. So, if we want to win, and these wireless mics are pissing me off, but if we want to win, we got to start using our brains. We're smart. We are intelligent people. All right? We are smart people. We can do this. We can change things, but we have to do it the right way. Stop giving in to the narrative that, oh, well, you know, black people have been suffering this long and we can't do anything and the white man's going to keep us down and the white man does this. Like, stop blaming all these entities that, that are theys. They don't even have real names. It's just them. They keeping us down. They doing this. Well, they said this. Well, who the fuck is they? You have the power to do something. You have power. We have power. We, as black people, have power to do something special. We can change things if we want to. But you have to open your eyes, and you have to do the research, and you have to put in the work. You cannot sit here and post on Facebook, Black Lives Matter, and uh, change needs to come, it's a time for change, blah, 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 and sit on your ass at home and think like, oh, well, you know. I did my part. You ain't doing shit. Stop saying. Stop saying we're going to boycott. All right. Stop the boycott bullshit. All right. A boycott is not doing something for one day. A boycott is doing something for longevity to affect change. Okay. You cannot boycott some shit for two days, three days a week and think like, oh, yeah, we affected change. We're going to not buy anything on a Tuesday. You think that'll bother a corporation? Okay, well, you niggas didn't buy anything on Tuesday. You'll double up on Wednesday. That, that's all that is. It doesn't work. You, you, we're smarter than that. You want to boycott some shit? Let's boycott some shit. You want to shut it down and shut it the fuck down. We do not shop at Target anymore. Period. Black people, don't go to Target. Black people, stop going to Walmart. Black people, stop getting gas from Shell and Chevron. Period. Don't do it anymore. That affects change until we see something happen. Now, those are just examples. Don't get it twisted. I love 
Target and Walmart and Shell, whichever. You guys want to sponsor me. Um, I always get Shell gifts. I have Shell rewards. But no, um, seriously, man. We, we got to do better as a people, man. You know, let's focus our attention on something important. You got to think. Breonna Taylor is a big deal, but I guarantee you next week everybody's not going to worry about it. Still going to be talking about how Cardi B's number one with WAP. You know, like WAP came out and everybody is just so worried about it. It's a fucking song, dude. <laughs> like, it's a song. A song that has people thinking, if you listen to this, you're this. Or, man, she must be a real whore to come out with a song like this. Like, it's a fucking song. It's not a big deal. Who cares? It's four minutes of time. Out of 24 hours in your day, that's four minutes that you're consuming yourself with. Oh, man, if you let your kids listen to this, you're a piece of shit parent. Or, or oh, man, I can't believe that you guys look up to Cardi B as a role model. She's a whore. She started out in the strip. Like, who cares? That is not important. Whether you complain about Cardi B or you don't, she's still famous and she's still rich. And she's still going to make her money. She still has influence. So why waste time? Dive in a book. Find out some shit that you didn't know. Figure out who your senator is. Let's do that. See what he's doing. Look at your local sheriff. See what he's doing. Look at your police chief. We talk about these police officers. But let's look at our police chiefs and sheriffs, and, and, and let's see what the effect is. What are they doing? What are they implementing? What, is it, what, what training are we giving these police officers? You know, I see people always comparing Oh, well, it takes this amount of time to be this, and it takes this amount of time to be this, but you don't have to have that much training to be a cop. Okay, well, if you want to change that, figure it the fuck out. Look and see what you have to do. What avenues do you have to take to make that change happen? You cannot post on Facebook and get a bunch of shares and think like, oh, well, you know, I did my job. I went viral. Going viral ain't shit nowadays. The attention span of everybody is two seconds. We have no attention span for, this, for, for, for the, the bullshit. Everybody's outraged, and then something else happens immediately. Now it's the next dance, the next craze, people complaining about TikTok. It's wild. We care about black lives, but we also care about TikTok being shut down. Why? So I can see the next TikToker steal a Shanti song. Like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> You know, like, it's it's wild, the things that we put effort into and the things that we pretend to care about. Let's shut down the NFL and the NBA. Let's talk about it. What does that do? Oh, man, if we cancel the NBA playoffs, the NBA would lose billions. Well, you know, half the season was already canceled. You think they didn't lose that? You think they care? Hell no. Money's going to flow regardless. There is no canceling the NBA. There is no canceling the NFL. That doesn't happen. When you cancel these things, if you care about black people, then how can you sit here and want to cancel black people's jobs? Who runs the NFL and the NBA? I mean, yeah, the owners have it. Those are white men, a few of them, whatever. But the minorities are the ones that are playing. The minorities are the ones that are winning. LeBron James, he's going hard, right? 
LeBron got all his money from what? The NBA. He got all his sponsorships from what? The NBA. So if you cancel the NBA, then you cancel any other LeBron James that can come up, uh, any other black man that can become a millionaire instantaneously just using his talent. You cancel the NFL. There's 54 dudes on the NFL team, give or take. Maybe 55, 56, something like that. But I know there's a 54 roster, 54-man roster. That's 54 people from 32 teams, all unemployed because you canceled the NFL. Because you said Black Lives Matter, let's cancel the NFL. So you take away all these people's jobs. That doesn't make any sense. Now, can you vote to change the NFL? No. Can you make your own NFL or make your own football league? Yeah. Ice Cube made the big three. The big three is dope. Super dope. But is it the NBA? No. Can it be? Yes, it can be, eventually. Keep putting time into it. But do you cancel the NBA to make the big three the new thing? I don't think so. It's counterproductive. There's more than enough money out here, right? Everybody can eat. There's no reason to cancel somebody else's job to make this other job better because it's quote-unquote black-owned. When you start doing stuff like that, then what? See, there's, there's, a, there's a thing, right? So you can be proud to be black, and I'm definitely not that nigga, so don't think what I'm about to say is going to be some extra shit. People say white power, obviously, it's a totally different type of thing. But white people do exist, guys. Mexican people exist. Hispanic people exist. Asian people exist. Polynesian people exist. It's not just us. So when we sit up here and we say we want everything black-owned and we want to eradicate white people from it, that doesn't make sense. You know, I don't agree with Terry Crews. That nigga's a little off. But he does have points. Points. He's not right, but he has points. You cannot say okay, black is beautiful and everything, black, 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 and then you just want to eliminate every other race. That doesn't make sense. That's that's just being, that, that's spewing hatred. You're spewing hatred. You're, you're not being positive at all. Now, do I want black people to be on top? Do I want to see more black people winning? Hell yeah, of course. But there's bread everywhere. There's money everywhere. There's room everywhere. Everybody can win. That is a thing. That whole selfish notion that, oh, you know, only one person on top doesn't make any sense. You got how many billionaires? If that was the case, there'd only be one. If that was the case, there'd only be one millionaire. Doesn't make any sense more than enough opportunity for everybody to win. What we need to do is practice togetherness and stop killing ourselves. Stop hurting ourselves. Stop going at each other's throats. Stop holding grudges. Let some of that ignorant shit go. The street code. Like, that shit is bullshit. The fuck the street code gonna do for you? Except keep y'all in the hood and not doing nothing special. It's ignorant, man. 
I'm a gangster. I do this. I do that. I got my shooters. I got my riders. I got my like w- w- for what? You could take that same mentality, open up a business, have your shooters be your workers. You know what I'm saying? Have them be your 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 people, man. Your partners. And you guys can give other people jobs. You can stretch this business out instead of sitting in the hood not doing shit, thinking that I'm cool. Your cool factor is up. That's it. You still don't leave nothing for your son except for a, another raggedy-ass life of mediocrity. Just saying, man. We got to do better. We have to do better. You know, I um, I had somebody, I had somebody the other day. Uh, my cousin Crystal had had went Facebook live. She went live on Facebook, and she was sitting over here, you know, talking about, you know, just black people being better in general. You know, she loves that kind of stuff. My cousin's radical. She loves black people. She's a fighter. Um, but there's a dude on there, and you know the the, the topic of R. Kelly came up again, and I know, you know, people want to cancel R. Kelly, blah, blah, blah. We want to cancel Tory Lanez, and we want to cancel everybody. That's not our favorite. But my thing is this. With cancel culture, there's no growth. There's no area for growth. You cannot grow with cancel culture. It doesn't make sense. You cannot do it. You sit up here, Malcolm X was Malcolm Little, a.k.a. Red, at one point. Fucking prostitute, running the streets, doing his thing, right? Went to jail, changed up, came out, came to me, our our greatest revolutionary. To me, you know, there's plenty of them out there, but Malcolm X is easily my favorite. But if he had got canceled when he was Red... There's no growth. There's no. There's no nothing. There's no positivity to come from that. You know. We want to cancel all these people, but what about, what about Chris Brown? Chris Brown is arguably one of the most talented people that has ever graced a microphone. The dude can write. He can produce. He can dance. He can act. He can sing. He can rap. Dude's ultra talented. You know, he's on like a Jamie Foxx level of talent. He got in a fight with Rihanna. I won't say he beat her because a fight is between two people. Getting beat is just one person dominating. Um, they got into a fight, and the media went crazy, you know. Had Chris Brown go through a lot of craziness because of the picture of Rihanna that came up. But then years later, when we find out what really happened, it's like, okay, he was provoked. And granted, we all know men are dominating. We, we're, we're stronger. We are the dominated species, obviously. So you shouldn't have to put your hands on a female. But we got to change the narrative, y'all. We got to teach everybody to keep their hands to themselves. You can't keep saying boys don't hit girls and girls do whatever you want. That doesn't make sense. Because your natural instinct when somebody hits you is to hit back. No matter what you're taught, your natural instinct is self-defense. At a prime level of instinct, self-defense. I have to defend myself from death. When you feel like you're in danger, your body naturally responds. So you have to teach everybody. 
my daughter will always know, don't don't hit no niggas unless you're ready to be in a fight. Keep your hands to yourself. I don't know how he was raised, but I know I can help you. Don't put your hands on him unless you're ready to throw down. Because at that point, I don't know what's going to happen. Because we don't know what he, what his household was like. So keep your hands to yourself. Now, word-wise, hey, you know what? Hey, you say whatever you want. Freedom of speech is real. You can't agree with freedom of speech and then disagree with it. That doesn't make sense. But, anyway, back to the cancel. So, this dude... This dude was on my cousin's live, and he was saying that, you know, he can't listen to R. Kelly because when he listens to R. Kelly, all he can think about is little girls. Pause. That's weird, right? How is it that if I'm with a beautiful grown if I'm with Rihanna right now and R. Kelly come on and we about to get it in, why would I think about a child? That's just some weird shit that you put in your head. and You have to own that. That's you being weird. R. Kelly ain't never came out and said, I wrote these songs for little girls. That's you guys making that narrative up to better suit your reason for, quote, unquote, canceling him. That's not a real thing. That's not real. Tory Lanez. Everybody wants to cancel Tory Lanez. Nobody's heard Tory Lanez side. He just came out with an album, and he's talking about a lot. He's saying a lot of things that make sense. But he's canceled because protect black women. Right? Protect black women at all costs. We got to protect ourselves. We also have to understand that the truth is the truth is the truth. And we have to understand that people do dumb shit. Male, female, indifferent. People do dumb shit. So you can't sit up here and say, oh, I'm canceling Tory Lanez because of what happened between him and Meg. We don't even know what the fuck happened. We know that she came out and said she got shot after denying that she got shot to go back to saying, well, you know. Eh. Now Tory Lanez comes out. He hasn't said anything. He apologized. He said, I was drunk. You know what I'm saying? I was drunk. But then when he comes out with the music, he says, how do you get shot when there's no damage to your bone, cartilage, blah, blah, blah. So for me, that whole situation is nullified. I don't care. At the end of the day, keep your hands to yourself. At the end of the day, yes, protect black women, but also protect black men, protect black people. Togetherness should be the damn narrative. Come together. Y'all put so much of your life into these celebrities. And I don't understand. These people will never know you. These people do not care about you. At the end of the day, they don't care. At the end of the day, no human cares about any other human that's not directly in their life. You have never done anything for me. At the end of the day, I don't care. I've never done anything for you, same thing. That's just the way that the, the basic human level interest is. We're out here to preserve ourselves, whether that's having sex and making babies or not dying. We are here to make sure that we are okay. All right? Anyway, 
said all that to say, I love black people, but I want us to be smarter. My last point was a point that I avoided on purpose. Jacob Blake, because that's what I was originally getting to with the whole Facebook Live thing, right? So Jacob Blake. Jacob Blake is the last police brutality victim that we had to deal with, and it's the most recent thing that we've seen that's had everybody up in arms and outraged. I say that word very loosely, outraged. My thing is, we don't want to bring up the, the, the criminal records. We don't want to bring up their, their lifestyles when they die. It, it's not about that, right? It's about who they are and the fact that the police killed them or whatever. And Jacob Blake didn't die. So, hey, he was shot, though. So it still counts. But that's what we, that's what we focus on, right? My thing is this. My man is a pedophile. Period. Paragraph. He is a pedophile. I don't care about anything else. I don't fuck with pedophiles. I don't deal with that shit. I don't condone it. I don't like it. I don't think it's okay. I don't think there's an excuse for it. You're a fucking weirdo, and you need to fucking crawl into a hole and die. There's no reason that anybody should be sexually attracted to children. I don't give a fuck what happened to you. I care if you got raped every day of your life. There's no reason to be attracted to kids. That's weird. It's a problem, and it'll never be okay to me. With that being said, everybody was up in arms and crazy. Jacob Blake, blah, blah, blah. Oh, man, he got shot in the back seven times. The police could have did anything else. They did not have to shoot him. They could have did anything else. Well, let's look at the full video, not the clip. Full video shows wrestling, tasing, verbal commands, verbal commands with guns, shots fired. So, they could have did anything else. Well, I wrestled this man. Got him subdued, at least we thought. He got away. Boom. All right. Pulled out my taser. Don't want to kill him. Pulled out my taser. Boom. Didn't work. Shit. Now he's getting away. Pull out my gun. Hey, stop moving. I have a gun pointed at you. Hey, stop moving. Nope, still walking. What do I do now? Oh, shit. He's going inside of his vehicle. I don't know what the hell he's pulling out of the vehicle. Oh, there's children in the car. My gun is in my car right now. My daughter's always in the car with me. What the hell that got to do with anything? Oh, nobody's going to shoot with their kids around. Have you ever been to the hood? Hmm. Maybe not if you think like that. You 
ever heard about little kids getting shot in drive-bys? Saying. Children are casualties of gun violence all the time. So this man goes to the car, and let's just say, you know, this is before the official report comes out. All you can see is the video. He goes to the car, reaches in, boom, time seven, right? Oh, my God, outrage. I can't believe they did this. Racist-ass cops. Fuck the police. Fuck 12. They're pigs. Black people can't get ahead. Report comes out. Turns out he's going into the car to get a gun. Oh, well, he still shouldn't have got shot seven times. Okay, well, let's hold that up, right? Let's just say hmm, you shouldn't get shot seven times, right? Let's say they shot him once. Let's just pretend that they shot him once because he's still alive. So technically, one or seven doesn't matter. He didn't die, right? So let's just say they shot him one time. Now what's the argument? Shouldn't have shot him in the back. Should have waited for him to come from the car. Or let's let's do this, right? Let's say that they never shot him. Let's say that he gets the gun and he shoots two officers. Bow, bow, kills another one. Boom, and then gets back in the car and drives off. Let's say that he kills somebody on the street. He drove off. Somebody was in the street. Pow. Hit him with his car. Suspect arrested. Now, because of his area that he lives in, let's just say that he killed a black person. Oh, the police said he did a better job. They should have been able to stop him from getting to his car. Everything is subjective. Everything comes from a certain perspective of how you look at things. You are not a police officer. Unless you are. (laughs) But if you're not a police officer, you are not a cop. You're not a cop. You don't know what it's like to be a cop. You have no right to say police should be this. Police should be that. Police are trained for this. Police are trained for that. You are not a police officer. You work at a call center, and you talk on the phone all day. Shut up. You don't know what you're talking about. It might sound good on Facebook, but it, it, you, you sound stupid. Police should be trained for these situations. They should, never be in, they should never be afraid. Everybody is afraid to die. At some level, at some point, everybody is afraid to die. And if you are not afraid to die, well, then I don't want to be around you because that means you don't give a fuck and you will do anything. But any normal person is afraid to die. Any person that's on their job as a police officer does not want to die. That is the last thing that they think about. So, yes, they are. They do fear for their life. That's okay. I'm in a dangerous job. It's okay for me to fear for my life. It's not okay for me to shoot somebody for no reason. But... When I know the potential danger of somebody going into their vehicle and coming out within anything, it's my life or theirs. It's not a black life. It's not a white life. It's a life. Analyze every situation before you sit up here and throw out police brutality. That was not police brutality. That was a cop doing his job.
Getting shot in the back seven times, yeah, that sucks, but he survived, so fuck that. I don't care. You want to call me a coon? Cool. You want to call me an Uncle Tom? Cool. I mean, cool. Fuck you. I don't care. At the end of the day, use your fucking brain. Stop being so easily manipulated by the media. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy to think everything's police brutality. Moving on. Y'all hear what it is? I love black people. You will not be able to stay home, brother. I love black people. You will not be able to plug in, turn on, and cop out. Not be able to lose yourself on stag and skip out for beer during commercials because the revolution will, will not, not be, be televised. televised. It won't. The revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be brought to you by Xerox in four parts without commercial interruptions. The revolution will not show you pictures of Nixon blowing a bugle and leading a charge by John Mitchell, General Abrams, and Spiro Agnew to eat hog moths confiscated from a Harlem sanctuary. The revolution will not be televised. Real talk, man. All right? Real talk. We have to do better. I'm Radical Jack. I'm back. I'm going to be dropping these things again. I'm going to be coming at you guys again. I will not stop. You know what I'm saying? I found a, a whole new motivation. Apparently, people like to hear this shit. You're listening, so I hope you like it. Matter of fact, it's for you. Thank you for being a fan. Thank you. Thank you for the support. (laughs) But no, in all seriousness, man, I love everybody, man. I'm an asshole, but I do care. I don't want to see nobody die. I don't want to see nobody fail. I want to see everybody on top. And that's the that's that's the truth. I am not a hater. I promise. I do not hate when somebody's doing great and they're doing a good job. I do hate when somebody's bullshitting and they're and they're doing some shit. That I will hate. That that pisses me off. I'm just like, nigga, you're not even doing anything. And then you had a nerd to brag. Last point that I'll make is uh the campaign is coming up. The campaign is coming up, right? And a lot of people don't know who they want to vote for. People sit up here, dump Trump, let's get Joe Biden, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I'm not going to spend a bunch of time on this. If you go to my Facebook, you'll see how I really feel. Uh, All I'm going to say is look at the policies and stop looking at the faces. Look at the history and stop looking at the present. The history will repeat itself if you don't pay attention. History is always doomed to repeat itself if you don't fix the flaws. And those are just facts. Sleepy Joe is not who you guys want in that office. You might not like Donald Trump, but again, look at the policies. 
That's all I'm going to say. Look at them. Review them. Look at their views. Look what they're doing for black people. And I mean, yeah, I got white people to listen here too. Yeah, I fuck with y'all. I get it. But y'all ain't hurting. Look what they do for black people. All right? Check it out. Look at the history. Joe Biden. I, I hear a lot of, I said I wasn't going to talk about it, but look, I hear a lot of people, right? So I'm in this whack-ass group uh, on Facebook. And I see a lot of people always saying ignorant shit like, oh, why do I care about Joe Biden writing the crime bill? Uh, you shouldn't be stupid enough to do crimes. Okay, well, I raise this question to you. Do black lives matter or do they not? Because if they do matter, then whether they're a criminal, whether they're an outstanding model of a citizen. If black lives matter, all of them should matter to you. And you should not want to see a black man be put in jail over some minor shit. You're talking about dudes that got a three-strike out of nothing. Sold drugs one time, maybe failed probation test another time, and, you know, P.O. was an asshole. And then their last strike was some some bullshit. Three-strike rule is not just, oh, well, I robbed a house three times. It could be a bunch of minor shit, too. So if you care about black lives, like you guys love to pretend that you do, you guys love posting it on the internet. I love black lives and black lives matter. And if you're all lives matter, fuck you. Blah, blah, blah. But check out what your your guy Biden is looking like. Look at Kamala Harris's record. Look how many black men have lost their lives due to these people. I digress. I'm back. You know what I'm saying? We're going to go out on a high note. <clears throat> Hope y'all like the new uh, the new setup, man. I got a new interface and all this stuff, so I'd be having fun, man. I'd be throwing all kinds of stuff in here, you know what I'm saying? Uh, let's see. What, what, what should we end it on? What should we end it? You know what? I'm going to do this for my daughter, man. It's my daughter's favorite song. favorite song what up what up this is fantasy by earth wind and fire social media plugs are as follows ig radical underscore jack underscore views on facebook find me at radical jack movies on twitter underscore radical jack aka not lorenz tate if you want to hear the podcast, you already know it's on anchor.fm backslash Xavier Jackson. And of course, I'm on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Radical Jackson. Views. Shout out my man Marcus Stover, BTC Apparel. Make sure y'all check that out. BTC Apparel. The website is btcmovement.net, I believe. If it's wrong, I'll put it in the description. But uh, this podcast is all about Jack's radical views. You, my listeners, are welcome. I'm back forever. R.I.P. to Kenny. I love you. I don't have all the answers. Maybe you do.
go out and be successful. Radical Jack's views, baby. We out.